Yo, what up? It's your boy Tim, aka T.O. Speaks. And it's your girl Yammy, aka Yams B. Sand. And you are now tuned into Love, Love and Theology. Theology. I know I've questioned many things in this world, but I never had to question. Yo, this week we're gonna be doing something different. I'm gonna be just one on one. I don't have my co host, my star, with me this week, so I'm gonna miss her because I love her so much. I think it's gonna be a super dope episode because you guys are going to get an opportunity to hear just some man talk. This is it. Just some man talk about things that concern men. And as Tim so eloquently pointed out to me in an episode before, I don't know what no men do. So, ha, episode just for them. Just for y'all. And you know that men with a man feel. Whatever you were saying. I don't know. It wasn't really important. Either way. But yo, once again, we want to thank y'all for tuning in and rocking with us. And we hope y'all enjoy this episode. That's right. With our brother Patrick. Preston. Yo, I'm so happy that you're here with me today. Um, you know, um, you know, we have a lot of good conversations, and you're one of the people that I like to bounce stuff off of. We talk about and we grow because you have like a a strong background and how you hear God, how you how, how you hear God and how God hears you and see you. And I I really do, you know, admire that about you. So you helped me grow in this area. But one of the things that we've been talking about, Yami and I, in the podcast, is, um, one of the episodes was what's that God, right? So like trying to navigate between when it's our flesh or did God lead us? And then what happens all the time when we put ourselves in situations, right? And then we get frustrated. So my thing is like when you're in a situation that you put on yourself, how can you then, then you turn around and say that's God? That's also give you permission to turn around and be mad at God when God never did that, right? So I'm mean, just trying to figure out how to navigate this thing between did God tip him to do this or is this my flesh and when to take accountability of it. I believe God loves our accountability. So so what do you think? Like how have you been navigating those uh things as far as like is that God or did I put myself in this situation? And once you put yourself in those situations, how do you begin to allow God to move in those situations still so he can get the glory? I'm I'm with you man. Like there there are it's like for me there's this thing where I feel like God can do things immediately. Right. And then there are those times where God does things where it's like, I have to do a check. Right. I do, I got, I got to assess the situation and see if that's what he really asked of me, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and there's that. So with the, with the, I'll say with the, <clears throat> with the immediate, I, I feel like that sometimes I fall short on the immediate. Because mm -hmm. I'm such, I'm not necessarily analytical, but yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I am. I'm analytical. I, like this, because I like to look at it from the three dimensional cube, right? Yeah, to make sure that I'm not making a mistake. Um, prior to being married, um, prior to having kids or anything like that, I would be more apt to move on mm -hmm. that. But right. then, when it's like something that happens or something that where I have to pivot, it's like, okay, then, yep. And I know all these things that happened immediately, but it's like, oh God, okay, now, like, you know, she got her thing going on. My wife got her thing going on. Uh, these kids, we're we like shifting, like, there's a huge dynamic that happens with that. But I, I do 
believe that in that moment, the God, you know, he gives grace. Right. You know, that, you know, I'm, and I'm not saying, I, I know there's been times where people, you know, will preach that the sermon of, you know, uh, delayed obedience is disobedience. Right. It's kind of like I, I, I used to subscribe to that, but then I, I look at my walk. And I'm like, God, like I didn't hear, I didn't do it the first time you said to do this, but then you still giving me another opportunity to do right. the same exact thing. So that's that. But then there's that moment where it's like, okay, there's like this whole <laughs> strategic thing that needs to happen. Cause I didn't hear that from you guys. What is you talking about? Like, I ain't, I ain't heard none of that. Almost, almost like Joseph, right? Yeah. You know, just like, okay, then I didn't put that seed in her. So what are we talking about? You right. know what I mean? So it's it's something, it's 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 but even in that, I think in all things, so even when you get a word from from a prophet or from your pastor, bishop, whatever the case may be, I'm not I used to be, but I'm not so quick to just move on it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times in those moments in the worship service, you 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 know you know how it happens. It's like quickly come, right. come, mm-hmm. come, 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 and all that. And then it's like, okay, if we, I heard what you said, but then you like, there's, there's layers to it. So it's so my pastor has has been offering us this thing where it's even getting us out of our comfort zone offer suggestions as to why or why not before you make a decision. Right. Well that I kind of like that's where I am. Just with anything it's just like okay then I'm I'm open to that. Let me let me let me kind of you know fall back just kind of make sure that this going to work or not. Huh? And yeah, I think I think that's good. I think what you said about even like listen to the prophet, right? I believe oftentimes we didn't got so caught up in prophet. No, do I, I think prophets are necessary? I think they're real. However, we still have to weigh in the water with the prophets, right? Because still somebody can give you a word, but also there's a word in you that you need to listen to as well. So you got to try the word by the word. You understand what I'm saying? So, so um. I think that I think that's very that's very good that that you know we all if you know you love like I tell people all the time when they have questions I say man you've been living with yourself your whole life you understand right. what I'm saying so stop questioning yourself you know yourself you know what I mean so so believe in yourself you, you know so and then but one of the things that I'm starting to realize is oftentimes I believe this the thought has came from a um theology of the church right that God is gonna this God is gonna that God does all. But it's sometimes God is like, I put everything in you. So when are you going to act on that and let me and let my grace begin to suffice for you to get to the next level? You understand what I'm saying? So so you've been going to church, you've been praying, but you're still questioning the God in you. Right. And then what happens is this. We begin to act on we begin to act on like um, the things that we want and try to compare it to to the things that God want, right? So how do you figure those two dynamics out? Like, is this what I want or this is what God want? How do you hear that voice to to, to guide you in the right way? Well, um, in that in that space, it's, it's almost like affirmation to what God has already said. A lot for, for me, a lot of time God has already spoke to me about what he wants me to do in different situations. 
And sometimes it's delayed through procrastination, through it doesn't make financial sense. It doesn't make business sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Right. And then, then again, back to the profit piece. A profit will say something that resonates. So it brings it back, it brings it back to me. So like probably about two months ago, I was kind of in this funk where it's just like, I don't, I don't know really what I want to do, you know, because we we shifted here to it to the Atlanta area. And I was I was decent where I was, but then coming here, it's like, okay, this is a <laughs> The harvest is plentiful, but the labor is a few. But it's like, where where do I till the ground? You know, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it was, it was, I was sitting in the service, and he didn't know he was talking to me. It's like three or four hundred other people and people streaming. He didn't know he was talking to me. He was talking to me. Right, He's, right. He was like, go back, go in your legal pads, go back to all of this stuff that you written down. He's like, you ain't got to do nothing new. God, God already gave it to you. <laughs> right. That's good. Yeah. You know, and so uh, I don't know if I'm like totally answering the question, but it's just it's one of those things where it's like when you know, you know, but then there's those moments where you procrastinate it because it, it hasn't hit you. It hasn't hit you in your soul. It's here. Right. Like your head. But it hasn't hit you. It, it's, it's still just kind of like somewhere dormant. Um, and so for me, like that was enough for me to just be like, okay, then, yep, let me go back to everything, all my notes on my iPhone app. I mean, the the note app on my iPhone, like all of that stuff that I writ written ten years ago, and right. that's relevant. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to to your point, you know, it has you you've been living with yourself all your life. It's like this thing of what's been lying dormant. Right. That probably should be a thing now. Maybe, you know, because sometimes God doesn't speak to us in the dashes. Mm. You know, yeah. just tell us the end, but it's like we heard it right here and he gave us the end. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the things that go on between the when he said it and the end goal where it's like you have to figure that piece out. Yeah. And I know a lot of times I, I get questions like they ask people ask like, um, I'm no longer hearing God. Right. And I sit there and tell them, like, you know, that's not such a bad thing. It's it's kind of probably the scary thing, but if God no longer speaking in your situation, it's because he already gave you the plan. It's like it's like a kid, it's like a kid, like it's like your child, right? At some point, your child can ask some questions. I know with me, I'd be like, I'm not answering that no more, Tabitha. I done told you what you need to do. Now you need to figure it out. Now, no matter which way you go, if I see you hurting yourself, I'm going to pick you back up. But I need you to, at this point, I just need you to go. You know what I mean? I need you to do so. I gave you everything. I'd have seen, I'd have seen the God and you God sees what's inside of you. Right. So at some point he got to stop, he got to stop talking and he got to let you walk. And then now if you begin to fall, he's always going to be there to pick, to pick you up. Now, I also believe that we'll never get it right. Honestly, man, I believe the church has hurt us. When it comes to ABC, and I think they do, I think they speak in those type of languages, try to separate the holy from the unholy. Like you're not like me, right? So I had, I had to be, I had to get to a point like, man, we're never gonna get it right, and it's not up for us to get it right. It's for us to just to strive, and God perfects, God begins to perfect the things in our life, and we just allow God to be God in our life, right? No, that's a good point. As you was talking, it it reminded me of 
taking the risk, taking the chance, or even when there's these moments where you don't hear from God. And it brought me, oh, gosh, I'm not like super uber du duber. That, that's not a word, but whatever, whatever I'm trying to say with um, the lepers <laughs> and uh, the Old Testament. Right. You know, when they were just sitting in the cave trying to figure out is he the first king or second king yeah uh, your, your wife would do a better job with this she you know she'd be like oh that's that's you know oh like, yeah yeah she'd be like oh hold on let's get it right right <laughs> no she'd be but but um she they, like, let me pause here parenthetically they don't look up the uh bible <laughs> right exactly but you know um the things with them there was one that said look we could stay in this cave and die, or we could leave here and we will at least have a chance. Right. You know, so them in that situation, that that was, I mean, God wasn't speaking like that. They, you know, they, oh, that's so good. Yeah. Speaking, they, they were sitting in the cave and they just right. like rotten. And customarily, they, they were isolated from everybody, you know. And so it's like this thing where it's like, you know, I need help. Or I need to get this done. This like, like, or I'm gonna die. You right. know. What I mean? And so, with that being said, it's just kind of like, I yeah, I believe there's grace for um, that that period where, where God has spoken to you, but you don't you you want to make sure you make good on what He spoke to you. Exactly. Yeah. You, you just have to go and trust what He put inside of you. Right. Uh, you know, God. God doesn't built this but he built the tree oh that's so good yeah <laughs> trying to see what you're gonna do with with that tree you know what i mean and that paper and holders <laughs> and you know every you know this this big organ back here that was wood all of that wood you know somebody yeah. had the understanding the intellect to think that hey i want to create right right you know what i mean so yeah so it's just like, I know, like, you know, music, you've done like some big things in music, right? But I'm pretty sure the path wasn't always so easy. How did you, at them times when you begin to question God, I'm pretty sure you did. Like, God, is this what I'm supposed to be doing or do I need to go do this? How did you know it was God in the beginning just to stick on that same path? Like, how can you give, it's like, if you want to, like, encourage somebody to say, continue on that same path, even when it doesn't look good, even when it's not producing fruit, because at some point it's going to produce fruit. And sometimes it doesn't produce the type of fruit that you think that breeds success. Right. And so I, I'm because I'm, I'm with you. So for me, um, I would say about three or four years ago, um, everything was kind of like this, like very linear. Um, no. It wasn't like I dislike music anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm doing everything I want to do. I like it. Yeah. But I'm kind of getting at this point where it doesn't feel good. It right. And then for quite a few musicians, musician friends of mine, uh, we, we come out of the church. Mm. Some of us have callings, right? In church, you know, to preach or sign those type things. But sometimes if, your where you come from, there was only like 
two or three different things that you did in church. And right. Mm. So sometimes in the back of that mind, it's like, did I miss it? Like, mm. did I, am I supposed to be pastoring or am I supposed to be doing this music thing? Right. Like, what is going on? And I never forget it. I'm, I'm trying to speed the story up, but it's like. I'll take your time. No, but it was it was interesting because we would go back home to Mississippi mm. and I we have, you know, break bread with the family, my in-laws, in particular my 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 father-in-law is chairman of the deacon board. So, yeah. you know, he that that whole thing. So it's like we're talking and he tries to find ways to get us to come back to Mississippi. Mm. So, you know, there was a situation at my home church, and I'm thinking like, okay. The pastor left that church and then they just got another pastor in. And we were, we were sitting talking about this. And he just he's just like, you you think, you know, he he has when I say country, uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God, John Coffee country. Yeah. <laughs> country. And he's, <laughs> he's like, well, Pat, do do you think, um, do you think maybe the guy may be calling you to come back? <laughs> home and, you know, pastor at your home church, and I'm like, uh, I, I don't see that, <laughs> you know. But if if that's what God wants, then He'll release that pastor from that church, right? Right. And, you know, then I'll I'll put in my 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 resume. I'll put my resume in, and we'll go right. from there. One month later. Pastor gone. <laughs> he spoke it. He spoke it in the sisters. And I'm like, you know what? No, God. But I, but I said, okay, I put that out there. You know, uh-huh. that atmosphere. And I, I went on ahead and I applied for the church. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I told them, because it's like, it's a family church. I have I have aunties, uncles. I have second cousins, third cousins. Yeah. It's twice removed. They mm-hmm. all at that church. So I'm just like, y'all know me as P. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. At P, that's all they know. So it's like, I told them, you know, don't, I don't want no favoritism. I just want your truth. Right. And, you know, and so be it. And it was kind of one of those moments where it was just like, I said that, but then I'm like, I got to trust, I got to trust whatever guy is saying in this moment. Right. So after they, they elected another pastor, right? Mm hmm. I said to myself, okay, God, all right, I recognize that moment. So it was to me, it was it was somewhat similar to wow, it's good. Um the lepers in that moment it was just like it's do or die. Like take the chance and see exactly what it is. Yeah. I don't see God like this type. He's he's not this type God where he is going to ruin you. Oh, that's good, yeah. Or just taking a chance. Right. I agree. I've 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 never witnessed this. I, I just turned 40 this year. I've never witnessed him just like just wiping the slate clean. I gotta start over. I don't have no guilt. I don't have anything. Right. I've never witnessed God be that type of guy. I, I look at scripture. I look at times where people have been deliberately disobedient. That's a difference. That's a difference. Yeah. That's the difference. But yeah. it's, I've never just witnessed God just be like, okay, yep, I, you failed the test. Removed. Right. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? I'm, I've never experienced that with God. 
So I guess to answer your question or to sum, sum up this story, for me, it was just kind of like, okay, now I know that it wasn't that. I just need to rest in what he already put in me. Right. Mm-hmm. Layers and layers of content and things to do in music that I still haven't accomplished yet. And so, um, so if I would have done that, I wouldn't be a college professor right now. If I would right. I I have a meeting in a couple of days, um, pitching, pitching a Netflix series mm. with with this uh this guy of L.A. and this guy of L.A. and guy of um indie, and so working on that. If I would have went on ahead and felt like that was what God wanted me to do, and just kind of kept pushing it, right. There's another another situation. I can't I can't give the name of this group, but it's a comic. Mm-hmm. Um, where we're working on doing kind of like a Tonight Show type thing, mm. and where it's it's kind of like the band in this comedy group, and they have over seven million followers, social media, all of that type of stuff. So it's like one of those things where it's like, had I been like, yep, I need to be pastoring, right, right, I need to go right over there. But it's like no, because God didn't call everybody to the pulpit, you so, know, mm-hmm. and so. And I'm okay with that. Like I, I rest in that. But some people don't. And so if this, if this story helps anybody, I want y'all to know, like God called you to whatever He called you to. But we always have the imagery or the aesthetics of mm-hmm. we were raised under. Right. It's not always that. It's it's something deeper than that. It's something mm-hmm. where you can have more of a reach. Because if it, if I only wanted to pass that in my home church. There's only about 30 people to go to my home church. And, and, and think about like through your 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 journey, right? With that, right. how many people you've been able to touch all the way to from um from when you go to the California, you know, when you be traveling, you can touch so many people through the word of God. You know what I mean? By by allowing God to allow you to continue to move, even with you being a professor, like I'm hearing the story. And it's like, man, like God is only using that because it's something else that He got to get out of you. You know, you know what I mean? So so, I mean, because I remember one time we was having a conversation, you were like, I never thought about being a, being a professor, but here you are, right? But And I and I don't believe that God is going to stop there. I believe it's something that he's going to develop in you through that to get you to the next level, you know? And, and that's it's, it's like, it reminds me of when you were talking like Jonah, right? You know the story of Jonah, how Jonah was, God called Jonah to go speak to, to a group of people that he hated. You know what I mean? He couldn't understand why God wanted him to go save these people. He was like, God. If I go say, you go, if you go, first he was mad at God because God wanted to save these people. They thought it was just going to come back and come and kill them. You know what I mean? Right. So, so, but Jonah does it anyway. And God still, and even after Jonah does, even after Jonah go speak the word of prophecy over their life about telling them to get right, right? To stop doing what they're doing. Jonah still is upset with God, but God still never loved Jonah. You see, right. no matter, no matter what. I believe God, like you said, he's not going to wipe the state clean because I believe that God is forever trying to get glory out of, out of us trying to get the glory out of us. He can't do that. So he's he going to continue to use us and use us and use us until you get the glory. I remember one time somebody asked me, they said, why do God only choose bad people to, to preach or, or do his work? I said, that's all he got to choose from. <laughs> what else What else do he got to choose from? What right. do messed up you know so show me one that's good you know what i mean so but i believe i believe it's in those moments of us knowing like like you know everything you said even like when the church called you back 
It, that could have been more of something that they wanted. They wanted that familiarity, but God was saying, I'm calling you to a whole bigger platform than that. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And then, you know, of course, we, you and I, we have conversations. That, you know, if y'all didn't know it, uh, this is like my brother. Like, and straight up, yeah, for real. I, we, we've had, we've had deep conversations. I, I lost uh, my brother in uh, 2019, which mm-hmm. was, honestly, uh, October 25th would make three years. And this, this guy has been that, that fulfillment. I'll say that. So that I remember us having a conversation um, not too long ago. I think it was uh, us and the wives. We were out and we were talking about something. I asked a question, and and this is on topic. It was just kind of like this thing of like, did you hear God say blah 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 blah? And then you was like, I ain't heard God say nothing. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But for me, and this was kind of one of those moments where it was like. I'm thinking I'm like, maybe y'all missing it. And maybe God is speaking to you about something. And it was just like, did you, did you consider this? He was like, I ain't heard nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny to me, but at the same time, it was real. And I think sometimes, of course, of course, that church piece, mm. we had to have heard something from God. Cause if, if the man, demand for the deep, right. <laughs> the man of God, the man of God, something. Then, of course, you need to hear something. Right. And you you can sit with it, but it's like I think there needs to be more transparency mm. when it comes to whether I heard from God or not. Right. Okay. It's okay. Like God ain't said nothing. I ain't heard nothing. I ain't heard nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> And I, I feel like it's okay. And I feel like that's a good space to be in. What, what, what's your thoughts, you know? I mean, like, really, when I, when I, I remember when I gave that response, I had actually been, it's funny, because when we talked about it, I had actually been battling with that for a long time. You know, I, I was going through this crazy transition where nothing began to line up right in my life, right? And me being a, I consider myself, you know, a spiritual person. I don't pray to God like I always, like I should all the time. They're just being honest. I don't, I really don't think nobody, I think we all like to say we do, but nobody really does. I mean, because we're human, right? Wow. But but I got to think like, man, all this stuff ain't nothing lining up, man. God, I'm doing your will. And God had to sit back to when he did speak. This is what he spoke to me. He said, I didn't tell you to do none of that. And then I began to I began to, um, to put stuff in perspective. Like, man, you're right. I drew up this whole plan about what I want stuff to be, hoping that you're going to operate in my disobedience. Right. That's I'm hoping that he will operate in my disobedience. Now, why he didn't allow me to die there? He said, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you through it, but it's going to be frustration through it. So I had to continue to ask myself, like, why am I still frustrated? Why every situation I go to, I'm being presented with the same situation from the last time. I can go to a whole new place, but it'd be the same, there's the same stuff I had to deal with. Right. And God was like, man, I didn't tell you to do this, man. And, and, and I had to come to that reality. And it was at that moment when I said, yep, I didn't do it. And then I remember speaking on it and I started laughing when I'm talking to God. I bust out laughing. It was fun to me. Like, man, I caused all this. Man, you know what I mean? And then at that moment of transparency with God, that's when he began to move. You see what I'm saying? So right when I was able to be honest and, and, and took all the responsibility, God said, now that you understand, because how can God, if you don't understand what you did, how can he release you to another situation? He can't. It's like the children of Israel, right? We always like to preach 
about how they marched around the, the building seven times in the NFL. That has really nothing to do with the story. It makes for a great preaching moment. But what God was trying to do is get, get them to be obedient. You know what I mean? Like, as they have been so disobedient. So if we go back and read chapters, I mean, prior to that, he, he had begun to tell them to do so many different things to show that they was obedient. And then the wall fell down because, first of all, God needed them to go in, go in there and take over the city, right? But he had to make sure that they was obedient. You, you see what I'm saying? It was obedience. All God wants us to do is get obedience out of our life. And my obedience started in that moment when I took responsibility for what I did. So now he said, okay, you recognize what you did. Now I can trust you to not do it again when I elevate you. Right. So it was in that moment like, man, God ain't telling me to do this. It was all me. <laughs> but I think I think it starts with transparency, though. It does. I don't know if we could we could witness all that you just mentioned unless we just we be transparent, right? And where we are, how we feel about it, whatever the case may be. So, and, and then we serve such a big God, right? How can we? How, I, I think it's funny that we've been taught that God will have a problem with our thoughts. First of all, God know our thoughts anyway. We can't upset God. You know what I mean? We maybe we can disappoint him, you know, yeah. but I don't think we can upset him. You know what I mean? This is God. If we upset God, we're putting God in a finite way that we think. You know what I'm saying? So we can't upset God. God wants us to be real. God wants us to like when people say, like, uh, it's one I always use, like, God don't give us a spirit of fear, which that's scripture. I get it. However, God know that fear is around us. So how do you deal with that fear by telling God I'm fearful? You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, I thought about that 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 part uh, with David when David was uh, counting the census, yeah, mm -hmm. as king, and I was like, God was like, you you making a mistake, yeah, yeah, you. And here are the three punishments. Mm -hmm. He had he had a, he gave it to him still the three punishments. It's like I'm like, like you choose, and and it was just like, well, I, I choose you to punish me. Yeah, and, and their response was so good. Because <laughs> he was like, I know if I'm in your hand, <laughs> right. if I'm in your hand, then I know the, I know who you said you were to me. Right, right. You know, you, you'll you send them angels down because the angels only have one mindset. Right. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. That's it. And so, but like, he was like, ah, God, I, I want you, I want you to get that. I want you to get that switch, whatever it is, whatever you're going to do. I'd I rather you do it because yeah. I know if I'm in your hand, then it's, it's you, you're chasing, you're, the way you chastise me is not going to be in a way that's going to hinder or harm me. It's going to make it better. I mean, who who better would you have to chastise you than God? Right. You, you know, while, while the whooping might hurt, he also ain't going to let you die. He's going to pull you out, too. <laughs> so now if you want the devil to chasten you what's going to happen he's going to kill you right <laughs> he only got one objective <laughs> that's it so i mean i mean it's so funny you brought it up because nobody really speaks on that right because I, I don't know if they understand numbers and all that kind of stuff right but when he was doing like i said when he was doing the census they was trying to plan out the whole thing what he was doing how many people i got this is what we're gonna do yada 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 and god said do not do that but just think about how in line you got to be with god and be like God gave you three options. He said, well, I'm going to choose to let you chasten me. You know? <laughs> and, and you know what's crazy about that? I believe in that moment, that shifted the whole way God was looking at Dave in that moment. Man. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think it, it, it does, in my opinion, I know that was kind of somewhat chasing a rabbit, but like even looking at it from the lens of 
did I hear from God or, you know, was this God? David did something. This is a man after God's own heart, right? But right. he did something out of the will of God. Yes. Mm-hmm. God came in. So that means that that tells me to like when I start making mistakes, God will send something to let me know, like, hey, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, pay for this a little bit. Right. You know, I'm like, like that's got there's a consequence to it, but I'm yeah. with. You. All right. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I think that's so good you bring it up because oftentimes when stuff happens, right? And and say stuff that we bring on our own. That's consequence for everything. Oftentimes, God ain't going to remove the consequence, but God is going to be with you through the consequence. No matter what it is, life or death, he's still going to be with you through that consequence. Yeah. Yeah, man, that, that that's good, man. I tell you, um, I believe sometimes even the devil sit back and be like, now we say, man, the devil calls to do that. I bet the devil be like, I didn't tell you to do that. That ain't me right now. <laughs> I ain't even tell you to be that crazy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, I think that again, that whole idea of did I hear from God? I think God does call us to do spontaneous things. He does, yeah. And um we should we should never shy away from that, you know. I think I my belief is that if he called you to do it, do it. Um and then if the way that you do it, you you'll start finding out the nature of God through the process. Yeah, that's good. It means like we're human. So it's like there's there is a human natural attachment to his supernatural. Oh yeah, that's good. And it's kind of like, oh God, yeah, let's go. Boom, 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 boom. We had all these roadblocks and these bumps and whatever. It was like, well, God, you said go. This was like, but wait a minute, like you got to <laughs> yeah, yeah. your brakes, Doc. You you know that's some that's some things I want you to do in this in this space. And I think that's where it gets discouraging. Right. Mm -hmm. And we will live in that natural space when it's just like, no, God is, God is, it seems impossible because of the way I'm trying to go about it. Yeah. And I heard something, man, I I love being in the the Atlanta metro area, man, because I hear so much church in it, like the trap radio stations, all of them, there's church in all of them, man. Right. I heard somebody say something on one of the, uh, you know, blurbs was saying, you know, that there's possible, impossible. It was funny. Impossible is really spelled. I'm possible. I'm possible. Oh, man. I am. I am. Possible. And I was just like, I never thought of it that way. This is my first time thinking of it like that too. Yeah, it's like, man, just today. I was just like, that's cool. But it's just kind of like this this idea when we kind of get in that natural mindset when mm-hmm. we when we heard from God and we start moving, and then it's not happening the way we want it to happen. And then we get discouraged. We it seems impossible because my 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 parents didn't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Parents didn't do it. There ain't nobody in my family does this type of stuff. Right. But it's like he he starts providing a way for you to realize that like maybe you need to move a little bit different. And mm-hmm. it's not it's not this 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 thing that God is doing is not that end goal. It's like a whole lifestyle change, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get we get bogged down with that. 
because I, I think I shared in a post when I when I did get the uh, professor position, I I mentioned not because my family, not because it wasn't nobody even. It wasn't like it wasn't achievable. I, if I'm saying that wrong, I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. But nobody in my community ever did it. Just being like being a professor or mm-hmm. like doing something in this. I have a lot of successful family members, professional athletes, professional musicians, all of this, but it was never a thing. So it's yeah. like, how did how did I think like why was this something I wanted to do along with you know being a producer and all that type of stuff? I, I believe that sometimes we'll allow that thought to resonate and it keeps us from being that 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 part of where God wants us to be so that somebody else can see it. Cause, yes. you know, cause, cause a lot of times it's like, you know, if your, if your uncle was a, a great athlete, you're supposed to be one. He brought up in church. It was the preachers, the deacons, the musicians. You find one. And how many times people always came to you growing up like, man, you look like a preacher. <laughs> you look like a preacher. Look at you. You said one good prayer, you've been called to the pulpit. But let me ask you this, like with everything you got going on, how do you navigate your purpose in the in your family purpose, right? How do you navigate purpose and family at the same time? Without, without bringing the two into conflict with each other. How does that look and how do you do that? Well, um, challenge is, is very challenging because I believe that that I just shared in regards to family dynamics or where we come from individually, mm. kind of the same. I'm not going to say we were black sheep. We were just different and we wanted something different. Not to say it was better than or whatever, but it just wasn't where we came from. So my wife is a, uh, she's a licensed mental health counselor, mm-hmm. therapist, has her own private practice. Um, I think our dynamic is unique in that um, for us, and we're, we're actually, we're working on a uh, podcast. You guys have mm-hmm. kind of helped in, in that space. We're just kind of like, we need to go ahead and do this. Uh, but it's kind of like the dynamic of where I have challenges in areas. Mm-hmm. Um, she meets needs. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe my, because if you're a musician, there is a certain type of precision and uh, analytical, subjective thought process, I think that kind of aids to what she does as far as the business piece, as it relates to on the relationship piece, I think because we're different, like not to say that we didn't want to do what our family did, but it's just kind of like we operate a lot different from our our family. So if our kids want to do certain things, let's go. Like yeah. we'll we'll support you one hundred percent. Do something, you know, just that that whole thing. Right. Um, I think it's always important for us to have um, quality time. Mm. Whether it's spontaneous or whether it's planned, um, I think all of that uh, breeds wholeness versus just doing it just to just say we like we we went out on a date last week. What else? What else you need? Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think it's it's more so like being conscious of it and like just tapping in. Um, whether it's planned or whether it's like I recognize something's different about you. What's what what are you not saying right now? You know? And and, and that's one thing I had to realize, even with like like you said, like my wife is a creative just like you, right? And yeah. you know, y'all do think differently. I will tell you that. <laughs> It's not the same, you know what I mean? My wife getting in the zone, I better not interrupt her. You know what I mean? <laughs> because guess what I did? I just broke the down and now she's finna channel all that energy that she was finna use crate on me, you know what I mean? So, but I had to respect that. But I think with me, I began to see my greatness, the greatness in my wife, right? Right. And what I, what I began to see with a lot of different people relationships is that, they, especially men, I'm going to say this about the men, I noticed that they get intimidated by their wife. You know what I mean? Instead of knowing that all things work together for, for the good of the whole family. You know what I mean? Everything works together for the whole good, right? If I can allow my wife to be creative and she create, guess who win in the end? I win and Tabitha win. You know what I mean? And vice versa. So that's 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 one good dynamic I always like seeing seeing with you and your wife. I mean, it seems like y'all work good together. Y'all laugh together, smile together. And I'm pretty sure y'all fight together. You know what I mean? But but y'all do it well. So we getting ready to wrap it up. And at the end of every show, we ended up with like, what's your theology? Just basically telling, if you can give the people a word on everything we talked about, just what's your theology? What what would you tell the people your theology is with this with this topic? So what's your theology? Well, just to kind of sum it up, like what I'd like for everybody that's listening um, to hear, challenge, challenge your theology. Mm. Challenge, right. challenge what, what you've been raised on um, and make sure it's, it's solid because, uh, yeah. and then challenge it in a way that doesn't make you bitter. Because when you start assessing all of those things, you're going to be like, <laughs> I said, you're going to be like, <laughs> you want to look at it in a way to where it's, it's this thing of why did they, why did they do this? You're going to start pointing fingers and you're going to start seeing some things that you wish they would have done a better job mm. at helping you in this, this walk with God. The assessment is not for you to point fingers. It's actually for you to resonate with what was and then what is to come because you sit in the middle. All right. right. And so there's a whole generation of people that still sits in what was, but then you have to be that filter to help them get to the next level. That's and, and that's what, that's what I, I share is, you know, this, this thing, um, us being believers, uh, it's, it's been challenged in so many different ways. And of course, most recently with the pandemic and mm-hmm. the 19 and all of that, um, I still love God. Uh, yeah. people I, I i just and i and i and but i challenge i challenge myself i challenge what we're doing in church and it's not i don't do it in a way that's um um disrespectful but the the idea is that we might be missing someone because mm-hmm. of what we think yeah and i just always do self-examination because that's going to be the firm foundation for the next generation, because they're looking at us now. They're, right. they're looking at us right now, and they're like, "Okay, then that they say God is this, but like I don't, I don't like how he acting." 
Right, so, right. So I know that was kind of a lot, but I, I just just do a self-assessment of where you come from and how do you channel that to the now. That's going to be most important with uh, the, the generation that's coming up and even those that are still there. It's uh, going to be important to recognize and resonate with that. So. Man, that's so good. That's so good. So, you know, I want to thank you for taking time to be on our show. And um, I'm going to end it with uh, what's my theology. My theology is basically to piggyback off of, off of what you said, like just to um, allow God to be God. Right. You know, so many people tell us, try to tell us who God is to us when through the pandemic, it was through the pandemic when I learned to love God even more. It was through, honestly, through I, like it's a it's a it's a passage in Job that say, you know, I always heard I read about you. I heard I heard. Don't paraphrase me. You talking about I read about you, I, I heard of you, but now I know you for myself. And and after I went through all that stuff, I began to actually know God for myself. I had heard about Him, but I experienced Him in a way I never experienced Him before. Right. So I began to see who God is for my life. Right. For my for who my spirituality is. Right. So God created something different in all of us. And God gonna speak to all of us, all of us different without changing for any of us. You see what I'm saying? So, so that's my theology. Learn who God is for you. Learn who, how God speaks to you, and begin to operate in the way God God has called you to operate. That's my theology. Indeed, man. So, so yeah, um, yeah, we, I'm getting, I'm starting to get the green light to wrap it up. <laughs> so, so. Uh, so yeah, but we I want to thank you and, and and tell the people where they can follow you, all your platforms. Tell them a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name, of course, Patrick Preston. Um, music producer, educator, musician, audio engineer. Uh, you can find me on all of the platforms, Patrick Preston Music. Uh, I have my website, patrickprestonmusic.com. And I'm working on quite a few things. Uh it's going into 23, so. So, yeah, be on the lookout. Yeah. Hey, I thank you, man. From the bottom of my heart, we love you over here in the Bornette household, man. And we we just so glad that you decided to spend a little time with us this evening. Okay. Absolutely, man. Appreciate it. All right. Oh, yeah. And also, check out his daughter. He got a daughter that, that acts that, that's really dope with the, with the acting. Both his kids. Yeah. So, hey, check them out. Don't miss them. Guys, they coming. So. Yeah. We, yeah. She, she decided she want to do a little rap. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right man we love you well you gotta you don't gotta go if you don't want to oh yeah you, you gotta go we, we, we done we good we good so i thought that was a really dope episode um i really think that uh having conversations with just the brothers is really helpful to some of the other brothers out there and you know man one thing i learned through this episode about Patrick is he really connected to God? Well, he really do love God. He, you, which he didn't. You didn't. All them times that y'all talked talk to you. No, no, I'm just saying like, but it, it's it's different. Anybody can talk about God, but when you start to see that connection that, that somebody really have with the Spirit, it's it's, it's different, hit different. Mm. You know, and that's him. So I appreciate the show. It was actually dope. I I really enjoyed it. So. I'm really glad that you had it, and you'll be seeing some more of those. So tell us how you feel about this one. Like, share, subscribe to the whole wide world where you can find us here at the Love and Theology Podcast. And if you have a topic issue, shoot it to us. Love it. I know I've questioned many things in this world, but I never had to question your love. So I know I know one thing's for sure. I can put that trust in a real love. Your love. Yeah. For every mom who 
ever missed a meal so they would have enough to let their babies eat. Fathers who grind every day to provide more than good advice. Charlie Sheen, taking everything you gotta take to bring the bacon home and put it on the table. You are not forgotten. Legacies are made in our darkest hours. God is watching. Keep your faith. Don't bend, don't fold. There's a lyric I quote. Tell me trouble don't last always. There's a Christ I know who revives the soul of the one who lose their way. Pursue the one who promised us a peace of mind. I tried to fly high on my choice of vice, but then I found Christ was the road to life. Anything in this world, but I never heard the question.